0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Exodus 23, verse 25. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. I will send my fear before thee, and I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come, and I will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee, and I will send hornets before thee, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before thee. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate, and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. By little... And little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your word. Bless it to our hearts in Jesus' name. And thank you for everyone here, Lord. Give us all ears to hear what the Spirit says to the church. And for your glory, it's to be done in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I want to preach on this subject little by little. Little by little. So we see that when the children of Israel left Egypt and they were in the, the wilderness for some 40 years, God told them, amen, that they were going to uh, someday get out of there according to the promise He gave to Abraham. And they would go into the promised land that he promised Abraham, Amen. And when they got there, God was not going to drive them out, all these enemies out of there, all in one year or less, because it was a big land. And if they, if he drove them all out to, at one time in a short period of time, then, uh, then the place would get in disrepair, though it would be grown over. Uh, it would be not taken care of. There wouldn't be, uh, you know, the animals would r- overrun it, and it would just be in a bad situation. So God said, hey, amen, I'm going to drive them out. He said, I'm going to send hornets before you. You know, so we thought it was just, you know, the the, the children of Israel fighting battles against uh, Jericho and Ai and some of those other towns that they they, they fought when they got across the, Jordan River, but God went before him. God went ahead of him, and he sent hornets. He sent all kinds of stuff because he was fighting on their behalf. And and folks, uh, amen, we're not fighting the battle by ourselves either. Amen. I don't care how good we think we are. We need God. He goes before us, and he fights our battles with us. Amen. And he said, he said I'm going to make all your enemies turn their backs unto thee. Amen. And what does that mean? That means they're going to, like, when you see the back of your enemy, that means they're running that way, away from you. Praise God. Amen. And so little by little, I'm going to drive them out to, until you be increased and inherit the land. And this is another, uh, you know, Deuteronomy is, you know, the word D-E-U-T is actually a, 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 another way of saying to. You know, like Deuce two, Amen. And when you read the Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, when you read Exodus and you read Deuteronomy, you think like, Hey, I just I read this somewhere before. I, I think I heard this somewhere before. It's because Deuteronomy is a second giving of the law of Moses. It was like a refresher course, and they got and Moses gave the people another, uh, you know, rendition of the law. Not the different one, but just they they repeat. he repeated a lot of things right before he knew they were going into the promised land so that they would understand what it was all about. So in Deuteronomy, he said in chapter 6, verse 10, So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to you, to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Houses full of good things, which you did not fill, hewn out wells, which you did not dig and vineyards and olive trees, which you did not plant. Amen. That's why he said, I'm not driving them out all at once because you're going to take over these cities. Amen. And you're going to move into places that you didn't make and wells you didn't dig and vineyards you didn't plant. But God as God said, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to run your enemies out of the promised land and you're going to take over. Amen. And you're going to have ready-made cities and ready-made fields and ready-made vineyards. And God's am going to bless you with, amen, abundance. Praise God. So you're going to be increased and possess the land. So they would not possess that land in one year, he said. In fact, when you do uh, a little bit of research and you look into it, it took them closer to seven years, amen, to drive out the people and to possess the land. Amen. And, you know, uh, the thing is, is when we, we we look at this day we're living in, this... Uh, technologically advanced society that we're living in right now we tend to expect things to happen very quickly amen we we tend to uh, because everything is just at the you know push of a button we think that things are going to happen real fast uh, and we kind of uh, put that over to the things of God also but I want to preach to you this morning about little by little amen as much as I As much as kids want Christmas morning to come, Amen. uh, uh, You know, in when you know they're where they're still in, in, you know, just just past Easter, and they're already want Christmas to come. Christmas isn't coming, Amen. Right the next day because it's just April, Amen. Little by little, Amen. The summer's going to come, and little by little, the next thing's going to come, and set Thanksgiving and Christmas. It all just goes. uh, Chipping away at it. Amen. But this advanced society that we're in, we just think everything. Man, we got Amazon Prime. We order something. I want it here the next day. And some places in the country, if you're near a distribution center, they'll give it to you in hours. It'll be on your doorstep. Amen. Let me tell you something. God doesn't always work like that. He works little by little. Amen. God is the same God that He's been since thousands of years ago. Before anything. Amen. Before the Industrial Revolution. Before, uh, you know, the Renaissance, uh, before all kinds of things, uh, he was before all that uh, when it was lanterns and when it was candles, uh, amen. And when you carried your water around in, a, in an animal bag uh, made out of animal skin, amen. And and there was no motorized anything, praise God. God was the same. The Bible said, God said, I am the Lord and I change not, And so the way he works hasn't changed either. So we got to understand God, God can do it in a moment's time, but he also works little by little. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So God hasn't changed. And although he can do things instantaneously, he can answer your prayer right on the spot. Amen. He can heal your body as soon as you ask him to. And he does that. I've seen it. Amen. But he also works little by little. And what I want to encourage you, not to give up hope. Amen. Not to be discouraged when it doesn't happen. Johnny on the spot. Amen. Because God, it doesn't mean he's not working. God's timing is everything, so we should always wait on his timing. Psalms 27 14, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say. On the Lord. Amen. Psalms 37:7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Amen, because He works little by little in our lives a lot of times. That's why we need to walk with God and live our lives one day at a time, sweet Jesus. One day at a time. Praise God. How many of us are worried about tomorrow already? How many of us are worried about, and tomorrow is not Monday necessarily, I mean tomorrow is next week, next month, next year, how are we going to do this, how are we going to pay that, how are we going to do this, where are we going to do that, amen, we're worried about that, and that can cause our today to be robbed, amen. We need to take one day at a time, little by little, amen, it'll be better for our heart It'll be better for our mind. It'll be better for our emotions if we take it one day at a time, little by little. Amen. We worry about a day that hasn't even arrived yet and we need not to it is i'm not saying don't plan it's good we you know we need to plan for our retirement we need to plan for a vacation now you know that's going to happen later this year amen or next year whatever that's good some people are getting married next year or whatever you got to plan i'm not saying not don't don't do that but you know what we can't lose today cuz that's all we have we only have today i only have right now the 14th of august 2022 that's all i got tomorrow may never come I gotta focus on today and live my life to the fullest for God today. And if I take life in bite-sized chunks, little by little, one hour at a time, one day at a time, I'm gonna be better off because it's more manageable. So let's focus on today and get the most out of it. Matthew 6:34, I believe. Jess might have mentioned this last week. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about the things of its own of its own things. Amen. So don't worry about tomorrow. Every day one is one little piece of the overall picture of our life. And I've, you know, and, and so we got to understand God works in our lives little by little when it comes to prayer. Amen. I've seen God answer prayers right on the spot. I've seen God t- do something immediately. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Or within the same day, praise God. I was just talking to Edgar this morning. He said he was, he prayed for something at work and two hours later it was answered. Praise God. <laughs> (laughs) And so I'm telling you, God can do it right away. He can do it right away, but if sometimes he doesn't, don't worry. He's working on it little by little. Amen. Some of our prayers, come on now, folks. Some of our prayers, if we were God, we'd be going, man, those are some complex prayers you're throwing my way. You know, some of our prayers involve a lot of pieces of the puzzle. They involve a lot of people. And some people are stubborn and some people have, you know, everybody has their own will and their own ways and all that stuff. And our prayers, uh, amen, are are significant. They're not just little ones. Uh, Amen. God, just help me to find a dollar bill on the floor. Amen. That's a pretty easy one for God. Amen. But we, we pray some good, and I'm not saying don't pray. You pray, you want to get to, amen, what you want, pray exactly what you want. Amen. Be detailed with God. Tell him specifics. Give him names. Give him dollar amounts. Give him dates. Amen. And God will answer your prayer. Amen. But you see, prayers uh, take time to answer sometimes because God's working on it. Because you have several people in your prayer request, maybe. Or some situation, amen, going on where things have to move around, praise God. And that's why don't give up hope. Believe God. That's where faith comes in. Faith and patience waiting on God. Little by little. Cornelius, he was the Roman centurion in Acts chapter 10 he was a very good person, Amen. He gave alms, he he gave offerings, and and he helped uh, you know people and all kinds of things. He did all kinds of stuff, Amen. And uh, he prayed a lot too. He prayed a lot. And the Bible said that an angel showed up uh, uh, one time when he was praying, and uh, so he said, "Don't be afraid." Usually, when an angel shows up when you're praying, you kind of you know the first thing they want to say is, "Don't be afraid," because That's not your everyday occurrence when you're praying an angel shows up and you see him. And so it can kind of give you a fright a little bit uh, or whatever. And said, don't be afraid. Amen. And uh, your prayers and your alms have come up before God as a memorial. Amen. Praise God. And some people have coined the term memorial praying, talking about, you know what? I don't care. If you pray for something, amen, 10 times or 20 times or 100 times, you keep praying, praise God, because God cannot ignore 100 prayers for the same thing. It's going to build a memorial right in front of him at the throne, and he's going to say, you know what, I can't ignore this. i got to do something about it. Send the angel, amen, send the message. It's going to happen, praise God. But little by little, one prayer at a time and then his house and he he was saved through that situation amen i've seen god heal people on the spot amen i have prayed for people and i i'm it's not me it's not my hand it's not even the oil it's the name of jesus and it's the power of god i can't heal anybody amen it's God that heals. Amen. But I prayed for people, and they got healed immediately. And then I prayed for some people, amen, and they didn't get healed. And I keep, kept praying for them. Amen. And so the thing is, is we don't understand all the situation wise and the wherefore. Sometimes we just got to be obedient. He said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If you're a believer, lay hands on the sick. That doesn't mean you have to be a minister. You can just be a believer. And I'm looking at the faces of believers right now. And you can lay hands on the sick. In Jesus name. Lay hands on the sick. Praise God. Mark 16, 18 said that believers, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I'm I'm encouraged with the word recover because, you know, recover is not always an instantaneous thing. Amen. People have surgeries and it takes time to recover. People get sick. People get COVID and it takes time to recover. Amen. Praise God. The word recover means to come back, to heal, to mend to recuperate praise God so if I pray for somebody in Jesus name and they start getting better maybe they're not a hundred percent but they start improving amen that is just as much of a miracle as an instantaneous healing all at once right when you prayed the first time it's still a miracle in recovery because I asked Jesus to do it but it's little by little amen little by little Amen. Sometimes our tests and our trials and the tribulations of life—just the hard things we go through—sometimes, amen. Sometimes they're short-lived and they—they're over with in a day or whatever. Other times, amen, we go through them uh, a little by little. We go through them, and it's a little bit longer situation. But Jesus encouraged us, and he said in John 16, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. I want to encourage you, no matter what we go through, amen, Jesus is with us. And he said he went through it, and his people can go through it too. But little by little, we're going to get out of it. Praise God. Little by little, we're going to get out of the trial. We're going to get out of the valley. We're going to get out of the darkness. We're going to get out of the situation. Amen. James chapter 1, verse 2 said, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Amen. So it all is our perspective. Nobody likes going through a test. Nobody, even in school, I didn't like going through a test. Amen. Nobody likes going, especially the finals. Amen. Nobody likes going through a a trial. Nobody likes going through hard times. Nobody likes going through prolonged sickness. Nobody likes going through uh, relationship issues with people. Amen. That you wish that, that are... You can mend faster or whatever, amen, but I'm here to tell you, amen, count it all joy because what it produces in you, let it be a patience as you wait on God as he works in your life, little by little, to move that situation in the right direction. Praise God. So little by little, he's going to drive your enemies out. Little by little, he's going to let you realize your promise. That promised land was promised way back generations with Abraham. And finally, generations later, hundreds of years later, they cross the Jordan River and they start taking possession. Praise God. So I want to encourage you. Amen. And you had a promise a while back and it hasn't come to pass yet. Amen. God is waiting. Maybe God's not going to drive it out all at one time because he knows that that's what you want. But that would be detrimental to yourself situation he's going to do it little by little so that you will be increased and you'll be at the right place at the right time and then you will be able to receive the promise and inherit the land that god gave you amen spiritually speaking so little by little we will grow in grace and in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ amen little by little when we first come to god as a believer in him we are like a child amen that's why we're born again we're like babies in christ the bible even tells us that we we start off with the sincere milk of the word amen you don't you don't take your baby over to wood ranch and give him a rack of ribs amen and some delicious rolls and some mac salad and some corn on the cob and say here you go little one one month old you know that ain't gonna fly praise God. God. You gotta wait till maturity. You start with the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And then you get to solid meat. Amen. amen. So this word has milk, and this word has meat. It'll work for anybody, amen. No matter who you are and where you are in God. A beginner, amen, an intermediate, been around a long time, whatever, this word will bless you. That's why the same sermon can touch everybody in one service, no matter what walk of life, no matter what you're going through. That's because the Holy Ghost is powerful. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. I don't care how much a five-year-old or a seven-year-old says, I want to be a grown-up now. I'm sorry, Sonny. Little by little. You got a long way to go. You can't drive yet, you can't vote yet, you can't do this yet, amen. Little by little, little Susie and little Charlie and little whatever your names are, probably pick names that nobody has here. (laughs) Little by little, amen. We just we can't do something just to will it so. We've got to wait on God because it's not always what we want. Now, sometimes what we want is what God wants, and it's a perfect timing, and it can happen right on the on the on the nose right there. But sometimes it's God's will. We don't know what's why He's doing what He's doing. We got to wait on Him. Amen. Praise God. Little by little, we get stronger. Little by little, we mature in Him. Amen. And it's going to happen little by little. One prayer at a time. One praise at a time. One church service at a time. One sermon and lesson at a time. One experience at a time. Amen. And all these things work little by little to make you what you are in God. Praise God. That's why the Bible said, don't let a newborn babe in Christ be the pastor of the church. It said, don't do that. Called the word novice in the King James. Because that person's not ready to be the pastor of the church. They just got born. They're still on the bottle. They still got the pacifier trying to get it out of his mouth. Amen. They're not ready yet. Amen. It's got to be someone that's been around a while. Someone that's been through some experiences. And most importantly, praise God. Amen. The call of God is the most important thing when it comes to things like that. Praise God. Amen. I I don't, I don't, I'm not the pastor of this church just because I wanted to be, you know, I I did want to be, and I still do, so don't take me wrong there, amen, but I'm not the pastor of church just because I just one day would flip through the phone book and said, oh, that's a good church, maybe I'll just go over there and, and, you know, see if the job's open or whatever, amen, oh, no, there's a will of God, there's a call, amen, there's a calling, thank you, Jesus, amen, and when you're called, nothing or nobody Amen. It might be little by little, there might be there is going to be ups and downs or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Amen. God is going to see it through. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But it's just one process at a time. Being faithful to Him. Praise God. Little by little. Amen. Romans 1:17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As written as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we go from faith to faith. We go from experience to experience and from victory to victory as we walk with God, amen. Little by little, God wants us to add to our experience with Him, amen. It starts off being born again. It starts off walking with Him, amen. And then we learn and we grow Second Peter 1 5 said, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith. Because that's one of the first things we have when we come to God. We got to have faith and then we believe and then we obey the gospel and then we start walking for him and with him. So faith is what we need to, in the beginning and it's what we need in the middle and it's what we need to help us finish the race. Amen. amen. Faith. Amen. He said, add to your faith virtue. And then add to your virtue, knowledge. Then add to knowledge, self-control. And add to self-control, perseverance. And add to perseverance, godliness. And add to godliness, brotherly kindness. And add to brotherly kindness, love. Amen. Add these things as you're little by little. Amen. God is working with you. Luke chapter 21, verse 19 Jesus said a very interesting statement. He said, in your patience, possess ye your souls. Amen. Patience is endurance. It's continuance. It's to bear. It's, you know, to bear, uh, like bear one another's burdens. It's to, to endure. It's to uh, be able to handle things. It's to persevere. It's to wait. Because things don't always happen overnight when it comes to the Lord. And sometimes uh, part of our testing is to see if we're going to wait on God or not. Uh, if we're just expecting everything, uh, Johnny, on the spot, or are we going to just hang in there and say, God, not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. That door or that, that window, amen, your will be done. If I should go open that or go through there or go that direction, or when I come to a fork in the road, which way should I go? Should I wait? Amen. Should I proceed to the left or to the right? God will let me know little by little. Amen. Praise God. So that's why the Bible talks a lot about patience and endurance and perseverance, because that's what's going to take for us to continue on. Amen. We all are going to have our issues. We're all going to have times, amen, where where darkness comes in and tries to overwhelm. We all sometimes, amen, are going to be having valley experiences or winter experiences, so to speak. We all, amen, are going to face things, praise God, in this life. We're going to go through things that we don't understand, amen. Praise God, sometimes we're going to stumble and sometimes we're not even maybe fall on our face, but we need to get up again, amen, the Bible said even a just man falls seven times, but he rises up again. And the Bible tells me amen, because there's nothing more exciting for the enemy than to see one of God's children stumbling or having an issue, praise God. But you know what I say? I say what Micah said. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise, And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Amen. So you better... Shut your party down because I'm getting back up. I'm moving forward. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to endure. It might not be all at once, but little by little, I'm going to make it. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there's an old saying that says, good things take time. And that's what it, and, and it does take time. Remember, the day to the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day to God. He lives in eternity, and we're bound by time, by watches, and by calendars, and by planners. Amen. And we 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 sometimes don't, can't, can't understand the concept of eternity, but, but just think of, you know, just think, God's, you know, a day to God is like a thousand years. One day to us. Amen. You know, it's it's because he's outside of time. And so we just have to understand that God thinks he's moving pretty good. He, he, he's doing good. He's moving like he's always moved. But we're like in this, come on now, I got my Amazon Prime package already, God. You know, he goes, I don't care. I'm moving like I'm supposed to move amen and I'll never forget what brother Stone King one of our uh, great evangelists amen and uh, that uh, that we love and know and um, he said this statement years ago and I've never forgot it and it's talking about this same subject about people wanting how oh, come on God what's going on I can I can wait so long for this I need this answer I need this situation what's going on? And he, he said this statement, he said, God grinds slow and he grinds fine. But when he's done grinding, it's done, it's beautiful, and it's perfect to what he wanted. Amen. So when we're waiting for God, amen, we're saying, come on, God, we're bouncing off the walls. And he's grinding slow and grinding fine like he does because he is efficient and he's doing it according to his will and his time and amen and if we will just wait on him and if we will just amen put our trust in him and have faith in him amen it's going to be okay because when it happens uh, he might have been grinding for a while but when it's time for it to be done it'll be done in a moment's time and all of a sudden it'll turn around and it'll be the greatest thing that's ever happened Amen. Let's stand, would you? Praise God. The Bible compares our life to a race. And if you look at the Olympics or some of the world uh, championships or whatever, the Bible race is not the 100-meter race. That's the way where those guys or those ladies, they get in those blocks and they're down there. And then they shoot the gun and they go full steam ahead, sprint as fast as they can for a hundred meters. Amen. Which is not very far in a race. It's just one of the shortest races there is in the Olympics or in in racing. Amen. But that's not what the race that we're in. Amen. We're in the little by little race. We're in a long distance race amen we need to run this race wisely knowing that's a race of perseverance and it's a race of endurance it's a race of patience it's a race of ups and downs it's a race that everything's going to be feeling okay and then all of a sudden I'm like smog alert smog alert you know back in the 70s when we were in school it was like ah, ah. stage four smog alert we couldn't breathe. breathe our sides start hurting amen Or we get fatigue or whatever in that race. But you know what? There's called that second wind. Amen. There's some phenomena about a second wind. That endurance that comes. And God is going to give us that second wind to help us finish this race. Amen. Praise God. So we're in the endurance race. And Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 said, Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And how should we run it? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith he's not just the creator and the beginner and the author of our faith he's the finisher if we'll let him he'll finish our faith let's run this race with patience it's little by little amen little by little praise God a hundred meter race is over in seconds amen but a marathon which is 26.3 miles uh, it takes a couple hours a uh, Few hours or whatever, Amen. We're in the marathon, spiritually speaking. Let's run with grace, with grace and this race, Amen. And we are we just gonna go by? Sometimes in those hour races, they go by and grab a little thing of water, they drink it, throw it on their head, throw it over, and they keep going, Amen. And we gotta have sometimes we got little pit stops and we got things, we got things trying to, we got like somebody putting a a recliner over there with some lemonade, saying, Hey, come on over here, sit in this recliner. Oh no. You're not getting me off this race. I got to keep going. Praise God for Jesus. Don't let the distractions on the sidelines get you off course. Amen. We are almost to the finish line. The finish line is coming close. You can tell by by what we see is happening on this earth. But it's going to be little by little. So don't be too discouraged when when it comes to things not happening in your time frame. Amen. With your prayers and with things that uh, that are related to God in your life. Amen. Just know he's working on it and it's still a, a great miracle when it happens. It's still gonna be awesome when it happens. Amen, even if it takes a little time. But you know what? Don't, don't stop believing for instantaneous. Don't stop for believing for right now, amen. The Bible talks about now faith. I believe that, amen. But then don't get discouraged when it doesn't happen. Just pray again and believe again and keep walking with him while you're waiting for your promise. I don't have this scripture, amen, but I believe it's in Hebrews chapter 10, amen. He said, you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you should receive the promise, amen. Let's keep doing the will of God, amen, with patience and we will receive the promise. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.